Hey, it's David, and you're listening to Leadership Without Losing Your Soul, your source for practical leadership inspiration, tools, and strategies you can use to achieve transformational results without sacrificing your humanity or your mind in the process. In the spirit of doing more listening than pontificating right now, I'm going to keep this one pretty short. I am glad you're here and looking forward to bringing you Courageous Cultures uh, later this summer, if you're listening in real time. Uh, Our latest book out July 28th, it is available for pre-order, Courageous Cultures, How to Build Teams of Micro-Innovators, Problem Solvers, and Customer Advocates. And today's topic, although one that hits very close to home and very serious, is still part of that conversation about building a courageous culture. I have been watching with heartache and heartbreak as you know the powder keg of social injustice and economic disparity, uh, racial inequity, that tension explodes yet again in the United States. But this time it's also fueled by the frustration and worn down resiliency and virus-induced uncertainty and fear and all, everything that's going on with the pandemic. And you're living this too. And here's the thing, your team members are living this and they are watching as well what your reaction is. And I know talking with leaders in all sorts of different industries over the last couple of weeks, no one knows exactly what to do or say. You know, during normal kinds of circumstances, it's usually pretty sound advice to stay away from contentious topics at work. But I think we're beyond that at this point. If you're listening in the U.S. or in other parts of the world, there's a growing momentum and a full-on crisis because people are grieving and angry and tired and scared and asking employees, many of whom are still working from home, to you know, leave their troubles at the door and focus on the customer, like, you know, like a lot of customer service training will suggest, just isn't going to work. It's not the right idea. More than ever, we need to fully listen with the totality of our hearts to every person on our team. This was brought home to me uh, by a friend of mine. He's a physician. He serves in a variety of medical leadership roles in organizations and associations throughout the country. Does a lot of leadership in the medical space. He's also black. And so we've been talking about everything that's going on and he shared with me that uh, a couple of weeks ago, his organization had just gone through a reorg and he got a new supervisor. So he has a new supervisor as of two, three weeks ago. And he said, yesterday, she texted me this and he sent me the message. Here's what that message said. I was catching up this evening to make sure you had access to the morning huddle starting tomorrow. Mostly though, and I know we haven't worked together for long. I wanted to see how you were doing personally with everything currently happening. Please let me know if you need anything or how I can support you. So after I read the message, he continued, In all the years of injustice and tragedy that we've gone through, she's the first leader I've ever had who acknowledged what was happening and asked me how I was doing with it. I can't tell you, David, how meaningful that was. My father was just diagnosed with the virus. My mother's at risk. I can't help patients the way I want to. And on top of all that, every day 
I see that picture of that man dying with a knee on his neck. He continued, I imagine it was awkward for her. It's certainly awkward for me. I don't want to need help. But the fact is, I do. Any sane person would. It may be awkward, uncomfortable, or imperfect, but we have to try. Try to connect. Try to support one another. And I'm glad she did. Now, I'm certainly not going to offer you a complete and total roadmap of how to do this because there isn't one. And so many of us have a ton of learning to do. But what I do know is that in a time like this, people need a chance to say what's on their mind, to be heard, to move through those feelings. And so to do that, you can acknowledge and invite everybody into that space, saying something like, hey, I know this is a crazy time and we're all experiencing this series of tragedies in different ways. And if you wanna talk, I'm here to listen. If you're having dialogue in a team setting, establish some ground rules for that dialogue to keep it respectful and create some space because people are going to be distracted and they should be. Give them space to feel and to grieve, to process what's going on. It won't be perfect and it's going to feel uncomfortable. And as my friend said, we have to try. And just for a moment, I want to speak directly to leaders like me who are white. I think part of listening effectively in times like this is to also admit your own limitations that you don't know. Experientially, you don't know what's happened for people. And even if you have studied and learned and done all of the work that's available for us to do, You still don't have the lived experience. And listening to that is so valuable. And if we'll really open ourselves to hear it, you'll be a better leader. That's all for today. Until next time, be the leader you'd want your boss to be. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Редактор субтитров А.Семкин Корректор А.Егорова